Hey, teacher friends, Noelle here, popping in before the episode to make sure you know about our new math membership, All Access. All Access is a membership for middle school math and Algebra 1 teachers that provides ready-to-go resources that are aligned to the standards, engaging, and rigorous, so that you're not constantly reinventing the wheel or scouring the internet to find the materials you need. We are excited about the community that we are building with like-minded educators and supporting the work that you are doing in the classroom. Now, you might be asking yourself, what makes All Access different? And I think the biggest difference is the new student video library that we will begin rolling out in September. You can find out more about All Access and watch several videos on how it works by visiting maneuveringthemiddle.com slash all dash access. Okay, let's get to the show. morning, teacher. I'm Noelle Pickering. On the Good Morning Teacher podcast, we bring practical solutions to busy teachers because you can love your job and leave your work at school. Join us each week to talk through tools and strategies that help you maximize your time and effort both in the classroom and at home. I'm excited to cheer you on as you face the week ahead. teachers, you're listening to episode number 21. Last week on the podcast, we chatted about video lessons and how they can be utilized in the upcoming school year. I shared some pros and some potential challenges that you might have to overcome. So if you're considering using video mini lessons, you want to check that episode out. You can listen in your favorite podcasting player or by going to maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 20. Today, I'm going to be addressing a very common challenge for middle school teachers, teaching multiple preps and how to do so without losing your mind. I have found it is so rare in secondary education that a teacher would only have one prep. In fact, in all my many years of teaching, that only happened to me one year when I taught Algebra 1 at the high school level. So today, I want to share some ideas that I think will help you to best use your time and energy to be an outstanding teacher who is juggling multiple preps without feeling like you are losing it. At the end, I'm also going to give you a little sneak peek into what our Maneuvering the Middle team has been working on and what we are planning for the fall. I think you're going to love it. Let's do it. When I was teaching multiple preps, one of the best things I learned was to stagger hard things and batch easy things. Now, this concept requires a bit of forethought and planning on your part. You're going to have to be really organized about it, which is why I recommend that 30,000 foot plan for your entire grading period. You can find out more about how I do that um, and by listening to episode number six. But the concept is that when you're teaching multiple preps, you really have to think through your lesson plans, and there are simple tweaks you can do to save you time and energy and not feel just totally drowned out dead when you leave the school building. So for example, staggering harder things, right? This could be anything from a science lab to grading essays or DBQs to staggering the days in which you're using manipulatives in your classroom. 
Some of these are obvious, right? Running two different science labs on the same day has the potential to cause confusion with instructions or supplies for students. And that in turn makes it difficult for you, right? You're constantly running around, you're answering questions, you're fixing the lab stations. By having one of your preps do the lab and the other prep not participate in the lab or do something else, you're cutting down the potential headache and giving yourself a little room to breathe. This also applies to grading essays and DBQs. That can be very time consuming, and if they are all due on the same day, then you're likely to struggle to get them back with feedback, which can be really defeating as a teacher. I can't tell you how terrible it is to look at a stack of papers and know that you need to do something with them, right? So rather, consider staggering the assignment so that you have a minimum of a week in between these big due dates. Now for batching the easy stuff, I really like to run all the same type of activities on the same days, when there were little or few supplies needed. So if we were doing stations or scavenger hunt, I could put the stations up on different colored paper, I could place them in a dry erase pocket, and it was easy to see that everyone had the right side up, or they, and I was able to get into a groove, whether that be giving feedback or pulling small groups. I really like to plan for each unit simultaneously so that I could ensure that these principles were being followed, that I was scattering those big deadlines and then batching the easier things. I would briefly sketch out the following week and then refer to that unit plan that I spoke about from episode number six. And then I would just apply these principles and it would save me energy and time. Several years ago, I was at CAMPED, which is called the Conference for the Advancement of Mathematics Teaching. And I was visiting with a teacher who used our Maneuvering the Middle resources. And she shared two ideas with me that I wish I had heard years before. One of them was that she color-coded everything for her various units. Now, I've color-coded my personal materials or my binders or my folders, but I had not really considered using a consistent color for my students. She showed me a cut and paste activity where all the pieces were color-coded so that unit one was blue. And she said that everything in unit one was also blue. So a scavenger hunt was blue, a task card was blue. Literally everything that a student would use in unit one was blue. Now, this made a lot of sense for her because she only taught one prep. She taught seventh grade math. So she, when she saw a blue task card, she knew exactly that that went in unit one and she didn't have to think about it. She didn't have to read the problem or discover where it went. And I think that could really apply to different preps. For example, sixth grade is always green. If you find a green task card, you know it's sixth grade. My students know that for sixth grade, they're looking for the green scavenger hunt around the room. Those are just, it's a very basic concept that you could go back and do. And I think if I could go back, I would utilize color coding to the extreme when it came to multiple preps. This could also kind of goes with the idea of an organizational zone for each class. So you can clearly label a certain part of your room for each prep. Then that gives your a cue to your students and to you to not get things mixed up. Potentially anchor charts are on the green bulletin board if you're in sixth grade and then the seventh grade material is always on the right side of the classroom. Things like that help to keep um, your students organized and you organized. This can even help when your students are picking up papers or turning in assignments. Creating a zone for each different prep is going to help them place things in the right spot, which in turn creates less confusion for you. Consistency and creating a zone for your students will help you to stay organized. In most cases, if you are teaching multiple preps, it's probably because you are at a smaller school with a smaller student population and therefore a smaller staff. 
At least this was the case for one of our Maneuvering the Middle team members. So there isn't usually another math teacher that you can run down the hallway and ask a question to or share the planning with. But I want to encourage you to think outside of just your school. Is there another campus in your district that you could team up with that teacher? In the case of our team member, there were three other sixth grade teachers in her district, and they saw each other at professional developments and were able to build a relationship. And this is how they began to start splitting up the workload. Now, you may have a different teaching style or different lesson planning requirements, but it should help cut down on the workload, even if you're just sharing a little bit or taking some things that they did and cutting and pasting or creating a new activity, but maybe you didn't have to write all the problems, things like this. Now, we even do this with our Maneuvering the Middle team as we write curriculum. We all work as a team and give insight into the different materials we produce. At the same time, we are really quick to reference other units or other grade levels to help us get ideas and make sure that the materials are well aligned. Try to find someone that you can share the workload with. Which leads me to my next idea, which is to ask for help. I have talked about this before, but we as teachers seem to be conditioned to think that the answer is no or not to reach out and ask for help from our administration. I think you have to be bold and ask for help. One year, I had moved across the state and I was new to a campus. I really didn't like the idea of asking for help. And truth be told, I'm still working on this today. I actually am really proud of myself now when I do ask for help and it mostly works out. In this particular situation, I was teaching three different preps all scattered throughout the day. And it was really challenging. I would bounce from eighth grade math to algebra one, back to eighth grade math, to an intervention period, and back to end the day in algebra one. Our administration purposely wanted all math teachers to have an on-level class, an algebra one class, and an intervention class. He'd seen campuses where they had divided it differently, and he really wanted us to be collaboratively planning. The problem is we were all exhausted. I approached my department chair and she and I both came up with a plan to present to our administrator. We asked for two things, an additional planning period to make this collaboration possible and for them to rework the schedule so that we weren't bouncing around from one class to the next. Now, obviously they didn't make those changes in the middle of the year, but we gave them enough time and enough notice and they considered it and made those changes for the next fall. Now, our administration could have said no. They could have told us it wasn't possible, but I think they realized that for the goal of increased collaboration, we were sacrificing quality of instruction and planning. Had collaboration not been a priority, we might have approached it differently and asked to balance the number of preps differently. You may consider asking for a student aid or an extra prep period or no duty or anything that might help balance the time required to prep for these multiple different classes. Lastly, if you have multiple preps, you will inevitably have to devote more time to planning. So look at everything else you do as a teacher and see where you can save time. Maybe it's using self-grading assignments. Maybe it's really optimizing your learning management system to have it grade for you or push out assignments for you. Maybe it's utilizing student jobs for some of those tasks that don't have to be done by you. Or maybe it's utilizing parent volunteers or PTA members to do some of that prep work that you don't have to do either. Come up with a plan for how you're going to batch the various parts of your workload and try and use every single second of your planning period effectively by having a plan, knowing that when that bell rings, this is what you're going to accomplish during that planning period or after school. 
Now, if you are listening when this releases, you may be excited about something we have up our sleeves. If you were a part of our VIP Facebook group or our email list, then you have likely heard about our revision project, which will be ready to go for you one week from now on July 5th. We've updated all of our units and we are so excited for you to see the changes. Now that has been our primary project for the spring of 2021. But what we couldn't be more excited about is the project that we've been planning for the fall of 2021, Maneuvering the Middle All Access. Now this is a beta program that will allow you to get the resources that you need and want. Plus it will allow our curriculum team to think outside the box of student handouts and activities. Think about instructional videos for students, professional development videos for you, and ready-to-use math resources that are beyond the scope of a PDF. We are excited to share more details with you and welcome you into our Maneuvering the Middle all-access community. I'm going to link a sign-up page for you to get notified when it becomes available, and this will apply to anyone who already owns our curriculum and wants to jump on board for the new items, or for anyone who is interested in using our Maneuvering the Middle resources. You can learn all about it and sign up at maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 21. So as a quick recap, teaching multiple preps is not for the faint of heart. In fact, it is downright challenging, but you are tough and you are up for the challenge. First, remember to stagger the hard stuff and batch the easy stuff. Then divide your class into organizational zones and consider color coding to make it easy for you and your students. And lastly, consider dividing the workload with a colleague and for sure you need to ask for help. Remember, you can find out more about our new program, Maneuvering the Middle All Access, which will be available in early July. Summer is here and we are so excited to drop weekly encouragement and practical tips into your favorite podcasting player. Tell us how you're enjoying the summer and what you are up to while listening. You can tag us at Maneuvering the Middle on both Facebook and Instagram. If you've loved the podcast, then we would love a five-star review. It helps us to get found by other teachers. For all of the links, resources, and freebies mentioned today in one easy place, check out maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 21. I'm Noelle Pickering, and you've been listening to the Good Morning Teacher Podcast. Until next time, friends, make it a great week.